Hello, and welcome to Good Gamers. This is James Smith, and I'm here with Christopher Young, other, you know, associations with uh, Young Thought and other projects. How are you today, Chris? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, um, Chris, what would you say is your all-time favorite video game? Yeah, that's a hard choice. Because there's the nostalgia factor. And if it was a game that, like, was my favorite from my childhood, just because I liked it a lot, then probably Final Fantasy VIII. Which is the unpopular choice, obviously. But uh, as far as newer games, man, I'm all about that Dark Souls. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Like, um, Final Fantasy VIII is definitely a good game. Um, because it has a lot of qualities that would make it an epic game because it has a good soundtrack it had a good storyline you know had memorable characters you know me personally like um i think the one final fantasy out of the that realm was the was the nine that was the most forgettable one i know that people really? people think that nine is a great one but i think that to me was the most forgettable one like seven was epic eight was was great and nine was okay that's just my opinion. And then wow. 10 brought it all back together. You know, <laughs> and then after 10, it went downhill. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Final Fantasy 15 is pretty fun. I don't know if you've played it, but it's definitely different. But it's great in a, in a much different sense. Like, it's a bit more like a hack and slashy type uh, Devil May Cry meets Kingdom Hearts kind of like open world thing. Oh yeah, I would, I would agree with you on that. Because I, like, I played like maybe an hour or two of it, and and I know that it has a lot of Final Fantasy isms in it, you know, like uh, uh, kitty ball yarn game and <laughs> some sort of like references to ramen nonstop. Yeah, cup of noodle mission. You know, maybe they were supported by them. I have no idea. Of course they were. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but you know, I guess. I guess it just, I lost the uh, the zest to want to play them. You know, it didn't draw me in as as the other games did. Because they're not those games, you know. They don't really do that kind of turn-based kind of stuff anymore. People don't want to sit down and grind out levels. You know, all the old games, I feel like... I didn't play Final Fantasy XII, which is definitely a screw-up on my part, but... In Final Fantasy Thirteen, that to me felt like the first game where there was no part that you had to stop and grind at to be able to finish it. You could just play through, and as you naturally progressed, you could just beat the game. But in Final Fantasy Eight, it's like after you, uh, there's, there's something that happens at the end of like disc three, I think, where like some some kind of like ship crashes and you can't leave the area. So before that happens, you need to like grind out a whole bunch of stuff so that your character's good enough to finish the game. That's very true, because I remember in 9, there was uh, towards the end of the game, you couldn't go back and to other villages. They literally blocked you out of the villages. Yeah. And and I was like, man, I wanted to go back there into these villages. You know, like, like you could in 7. You know, you could automatically go back to the villages. But uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, the game evolved you know, like in terms of the people that were making them, they were like saying, okay, we're listening to the community and we're going to make this game a lot more uh, easy to pick up and play, possibly. 
Exactly. You know, uh, and, I, I can't say. And, and it kind of, like you said, it kind of diluted the series. Like, even in Final Fantasy X, which a lot of people say is the tipping point, like, they had that, the Seymour fight, the legendary Seymour fight where he turns you into a zombie and yeah. heals you so you die. There's a huge area right before that where you can you can grind out some levels to, to get a better shot at beating it. Oh, know? yeah, of course. Like, it's, it was there in that game, and then, you know, 11 was an MMO, and I never really got into that. You know, it, it's, I'm sure that they... That's when they started to change things to try to get something new out of the Final Fantasy series. I, I agree. Like, um, I don't know if you ever played any of the Persona games, but, no, but the Persona games... Um, are very bizarre, but they're very, uh, they engage you, you know what I mean? Like, you're just doing regular tasks, but at the same time, you're going into another realm and fighting monsters, you know, so it's, it's like, and it seems to me like the, the core gameplay stayed the same, but the graphics and story got better, you know what I mean? Like, um, with, 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 like, with Final Fantasy VII, it seems like each year there's always a different incarnation of the the system. You know what I mean? Like Final Fantasy VII, they they had you had to select the limit break. Final Fantasy VIII, you had to roulette your 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 um your your limit break. You had to time it. You know, like for example, Squall's finishing move. In order for the gun blade to go off, you had to hit R one or L one exactly at that time. In order to get additional hits. Yeah. Right. And, and then in 9, 9 was just uh, a jumble. It was just like, oh, here's your move, boom. You know what I mean? It was just like, it's, it seemed like it was always like, let's try this out and see if it works. Let's try out this and see if it works, you know? It's kind of like um, uh, a cocktail, if you will. Mm. Like, oh, this works, this didn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're not wrong. But um, I've never played the game that you mentioned before, Dark Souls. So... If, how would you describe it to someone who's never played Dark Souls before? Oh man. Um, well, it's a bit like a. It's a very hands-off uh, RPG uh, that doesn't sacrifice. It's not one of those new games that holds your hand and lets you uh, just walk through the game, like Final Fantasy Thirteen, for example. Oh yeah. Yes. It's there. There's there's no real. There's a little tutorial, sort of, but they, they don't really tell you where to go. They don't really tell you what to do. They don't really give you much story. And you you basically, you're a zombie. Uh, you died, and you're a person. Every time you die, you can come back. Huh. And uh, you die a lot. A real lot. I would think. And, and the, the game really is about learning the patterns of your enemies and how to to get to... Manip to get around it. You, maybe you dodge it. Maybe you parry it. There's always options as to what uh, you, you know, want to do. It's like Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross, where the person has a predicted attack pattern, and once you play him enough, you know the attack pattern in order to defeat him. Exactly. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. Now, now um, if you were to make a game yourself, what would it be? Would it be a shooter, action, platformer? Uh, if I could make a game myself, I would just bring back Guitar Hero 2. Guitar Hero 2? <laughs> that game was... That, I spent maybe the most hours of any game ever playing Guitar Hero 2. 
and oh. maybe maybe you could like combine Guitar Hero with like some kind of shooting thing, like a shooting like a like one of those old like House of the Dead style arcade shooters. Like mix that with like a fucking g- g- Guitar Hero style thing, or maybe even cooler, do like a Guitar Hero battle game where it's like. It's like Dance Dance Revolution or something, mm. but you 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 like battle each other. Oh, cool, cool! Like I guess, in a way, like in Scott Pilgrim versus the World, dance <laughs> yeah, dance battle. Go. Yeah, there you go. Something you know, like that. I got you. That's <laughs> I don't know. A real answer though, if I if I could make a game, uh, it would probably be a lot like Dark Souls, where it's it's challenging and it's like it's challenging to the point where it's rewarding when you finally win. You know, some everybody plays these games at varying difficulty levels, but there is only one difficulty in Dark Souls, just like in Super Mario World. Yes. Like, you put it on, and the game that they have you, that's the game. If you're not good enough to, to, to beat it, then you have to keep playing until you are good enough to beat it. Exactly. And so it'd be, I feel like it'd be something like that. But, you know, not like Neo, which Neo, a lot of people, it's a similar game. It's like a... You know, soulsy type. You gain souls, and, and it's definitely challenging. But it's too challenging. Mm. Like it's it's so hard that it really only rewards the people like on the in, another level of gaming. Like I'm not gonna, I don't consider myself like, like a, a, a gaming a, like God maybe a professional gamer. Maybe not a professional gamer, but it's like you know I put a lot of time into just trying to beat Dark Souls, and that was pretty difficult. And then to have a game where people who have beaten all of the Dark Souls games are like, this game is too hard. Hmm. That game might be too hard. You know, yeah. um, when I've, I've downloaded, you know, older games onto newer consoles, like, for example, they had the Mortal Kombat collection, or they had Skullgirls, yeah. or they had something like that, and then I would be playing it thinking, oh, this is going to be a nice casual gameplay. And meanwhile, the computer is so difficult that you're like, hey... What are you doing here? You know, and you you even change the the difficulty level, and they don't even. It's just like it was like an ornament or 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 a decoration. It's like, oh yeah, there's no easy level here, <laughs> and 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 they expect you to be like super good at it, you know, and you don't even get past the third guy because you're you're not really good at it. You only know how to throw ice and do the ice slide. Exactly, it's about finding the balance between difficulty and fun. If the game is, if it's too hard, it's not fun. But if it's just hard enough, where you, you know maybe you don't beat the boss that night, maybe you spend an hour and you're like, all right, I'll come back tomorrow morning. And then that morning, you're like, I finally effing got him, like, and you feel great because you're like, it took me twelve hours to beat that dude, you know, but I did it. Yeah, it's, I I always felt that same satisfaction um, with Persona games, you know, because um, like I said, you uh, you you have to figure out the characters sometimes. In video games, you would have to do a specific order, like a color pattern, like even with the enemy, in order where you could get the best ending. Ending, and it was just like, it was just so rewarding after that. You know, um, there were also times where games crashed on me after putting in a lot of effort, which wow. is annoying. But everyone's yeah. dealt that. Sucks. But um, if you see, um, if you were to take a guess, rather, of where the future of gaming is going, what would you think it is? Oh, it's uh, 100% going to be, like, VR. Like, that movie 
I mean, it's not gonna go this far, but like that movie with Gerard Butler, where like the kid, like you play as a person in the in the movie. It's like you, they're like criminals or something. Yeah. And they like take over their body to play like a live action shooting. Game. That's where we're going. We're going to like extremely immersive VR games where it's like if you want to be good at Call of Duty now, like you need to be able to like run and jump and crawl on your stomach and, <laughs> and, and like shoot people. Like it's not just going to be sitting around with a controller in your hand, you know. Do you think that like in the movie Ready Player One, I don't know if you've seen it or read the book. Oh, I saw. It. But do you think that it will get to that point where people will not want to leave the virtual reality world if it becomes that popular? I don't know. That's a tough question. Uh, I really think it depends on how good it is. If it's as good as Ready Player One, like, why would you ever want to leave? Because you could just go to, you know, Infinity Worlds and do whatever you wanted. Why not? I agree. I agree. Well, uh, I appreciate this brief conversation that we had. And um, is there anything that you want to plug or mention before I sign out? Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, check out my bands, Electric Dream and Slow Horse. They're on the internet. Just search the names. Okay, okay. Well, um, everyone have a a great day and uh, GG.